0: A friend of mine once told me that she doesn't really like the word system. She said it feels too strict, like it doesn't have any room for flexibility or for adjustment. Almost like if you're following a system, it means you have to do everything precisely as it's laid out or it just won't work or you're not doing it right. I was reminded of that conversation a couple of weeks ago when I was writing an email and the subject line I chose was, you'll earn more with this system. That got me wondering if that word, system, would entice people to open and click or if it would turn them off. Could I use a different word and get better results? There's only one way to find out, and that is to split test it, and so I did. This is episode number 58 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and today we are diving into split testing and how you can earn higher profits in your business with just a few simple tests even if you're just starting out. And if you want to know which version of that email won and what I'm going to do with that information now, I'll give you all the details about that too, along with a huge split testing failure that could have cost me a bunch of money, but didn't. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast. A weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey there. Thanks for sharing a few minutes of your day with me. I absolutely love creating this resource for you every week, and it means a lot to me that you choose to spend your time with me. If you're new here, be sure to hit the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice. That way you're never going to miss an episode. Next week, I'm going to be talking about some of my biggest mistakes I've made as I grew my business, the things that really slowed my success, and that looking back, if I'm honest, I wish I'd done differently. My hope is that by highlighting the mistakes that I made, I can help you avoid them in your business. But that's next week's episode. This week is all about split testing and how I use it to increase my profits and how you can too. Everybody wants more profits, right? Absolutely. So let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, so first things first, what the heck is split testing even? Maybe you've never heard this term or maybe you've heard it called something like A-B testing instead, but whatever you call it, what split testing is, is testing version A of something, a landing page, a sales letter, an email, an opt-in form, testing version A of that thing against version B, a slightly different version of it, to see which one converts better. And that's... The key word here is conversion. That's what we're looking for when we are conducting split tests. We are trying to determine which version of our email, our landing page, our sales page, whatever it is, we're trying to determine which version of it converts better. So for an email, that might mean which version of your email gets more opens or gets more clicks. For an opt-in page or an opt-in form, it might mean which version gets more subscribers on your email list or a larger percentage of people who subscribe through that form. For a sales page, it's which version makes more sales. Seems pretty obvious, right? So that's what split testing is in a nutshell. You are pitting one version of your sales page against a slightly different version of your sales page to see which one gets you the best results. And for our purposes here, we're keeping this really simple. You might hear the term multivariate testing used alongside terms like split testing or A B testing. Multivariate testing is something completely different, that is, where you test multiple elements all at one time. This is a much more complex thing to do. And to be honest, Most of us do not need this kind of testing. We need to keep it really simple. So we're going to focus on testing one single element at a time. I also want you to realize that when you're split testing, when you're testing anything, data points matter. A lot of times people will come to me and tell me that their sales page is not converting, but the truth is, not enough people have seen it to make that determination. So if you've only sent 10 or 15 or 20 people to your sales page, even if you're split testing, that is way too few data points to make a determination from. A good split test is going to have at least a few hundred data points before you go making the conclusion that something did or did not work or that something works better than another thing does. So you want to make sure that you're giving it enough time to actually run an adequate test, whatever you're testing, whether it's email or sales pages or lead magnets, whatever it is. Now, why does split testing matter? We kind of talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but The reason why split testing is so important is because it's really the only way to know what your audience is going to respond to best. And knowing that is really critical for improving your conversions. And improved conversions means more income with the same amount of effort. And if you look at a little bit of math here, it's really easy to see and I talked about this uh, more in the episode called Entrepreneurial Math, which I'll link to in the show notes. But if you have a sales page, for example, that converts at 8%, which is a pretty decent conversion rate for a sales page, and you've got a $100 product, that means that for every 100 people who see that sales page, eight of them are going to buy. They're paying you $100. That's $800 for every 100 people who go to that page. So that's not a bad deal. That's Makes it really easy to predict your income, right? But if you can increase the conversions on that page from 8% to 10%, then you earn an extra $200 from that same 100 visitors. So there's no extra work on your part. There's no extra traffic to drive. It's just taking the time to test your page and the elements of that page and make improvements based on what you learn. So that's why split testing is so important, why it can be such a powerful tool to have in your toolbox as an online business owner. So what kinds of things can you test with split testing? Again, we're keeping it really simple in this episode. We're going to talk about testing your email. We're going to talk about testing your landing pages, and we're going to talk about testing your opt-in forms. So with email, what you're testing are things like subject lines. Which subject line gets the best open rate? Now, again, we know that open rates are not as accurate as they potentially could be. They're never going to be the end-all, be-all data point for judging your email effectiveness. But it can be useful to get more opens in your emails. And the only way to know what's going to work for you in that realm is to test it. You can also test your email content. I do this a lot with my email marketing. I test things like, should I put a buy button in the email or should I just put a link? Which one converts better? I test things like, should I include a video thumbnail if I am directing people to go watch a video or should I just use a link that says click here to see the video? All of these things give me different results. And for the record, in my list, buttons do not outperform links and video thumbnails outperform straight links. So I will always choose a link instead of a button and a video thumbnail instead of no video thumbnail. Now, it's important to note that this is my list. Your list is going to be different. And this is where we can get into trouble. We can look at someone else's testing results and say, oh, that's what I should do, and just blindly follow this information or follow these tips that we get from people. And that's what I'm trying to encourage you not to do. Yes pay attention. Yes, look at my results to see that I get better click-throughs when I include a video thumbnail than when I don't, but don't just include video thumbnails in your email. Test it for yourself and see because your list is not my list. Everybody's subscriber list is different. Everybody's community is different and everyone's community will respond differently to different things. So you always have to test for yourself to see what works for you. One other thing that you might want to test in your email is your sender name and your email address. You can actually set up your email broadcasts, your, your uh, marketing campaigns to go out from a different name. Obviously, you would still want to use your name, just a different variation of it. So, for example, I might send an email that says it's from Cynthia Bidar instead of Cindy Bidar. Or I might send an email that just says from Cindy instead of my full name. Or I could use a different email address instead of Cindy at Cindy Bidar, which is what my emails typically come from. I could send them from my help desk email instead. And the reason you might want to test that is just to see if some combination gets you a better deliverability or better open rates in your email. Another thing that you're going to want to test are your landing pages. And here I'm talking about sales pages most often, but also on any opt-in pages that you have. And what you're going to test for here is your headline You're going to want to optimize that to keep people reading. So you're going to want to improve your time on page by split testing your sales page headline, for example, or you can test your call to action. You're going to want to optimize that for clicks. You want more people to click on your buy buttons so you can split test the text that surrounds your call to action. You can split test the placement of the button. You can split test the color of the button. You can split test what the button says. You can also split test images on your landing pages or language, specific words that people might use that would either encourage them to take action or discourage them from taking action. So those are all kinds of things that you can test on your landing pages. And we're gonna talk more about how you can test these landing pages, what tools to use to do that in a little bit. Another thing you might want to test is your checkout pages. So your checkout page is the page that people will see after they click the buy button. It's where they enter their credit card information or their PayPal information, maybe where they set up an account. Whatever happens within your shopping cart is on that checkout page. Now you might have your checkout page. Kind of integrated with your sales page. I know some platforms do that. Thrivecart does that, for example. But if you go to like one of my sales pages, you'll see that you click a button and it takes you to another page where then you complete your checkout. And why this is important is because at least 40% or more of all buyers bail out on that checkout page, they abandon the cart and split testing can reduce that number. It can help you make improvements to your checkout page to reduce that abandoned cart rate, which can drive your sales conversions up. Now, I want to tell you, we tested this back several months ago. We actually paid to have our cart pages customized. We paid the cart developers to do a lot of work on our site to make it so our shopping cart pages would open in a pop-up. So people didn't have to go to another page. They would click the buy button and a pop-up would come up and they could fill out all of their information right there on the page. They didn't have to go someplace else and i was certain that this was going to increase our conversions i was so excited about this new addition to our sales pages but i stopped and i didn't really fully install it until we had a chance to test it and this is why this is so important this is why we're talking about split testing today is because the result of that split test showed me that that pop-up form that pop-up checkout form actually Reduced my conversions. And if I had just gone ahead, I loved the way this pop up looked. We spent a lot of time on it, we spent a lot of money developing it. It was beautiful. And if I had just gone ahead with that, and let that roll with all of my products, my sales would have gone down and I would not have known why. So I'm so glad that I split tested that because while we spent a lot of time and money getting that put together, we would have wasted so much more by just running with it without testing it first. We would have lost so much more money. It really really did impact our conversions and not in a good way. So anytime you're making a major change like that to your platform, to the way you do things, to your systems, you're going to want to split test that if at all possible, because you might just find out that that change that you're so excited about is not something that your customers love. And that is really, really important information for you to have as a business owner. The last thing that we're going to talk about split testing is opt-in forms. And here, of course, you are optimizing for conversions. You are optimizing to get that person on your mailing list. That's what your opt-in form is designed to do. And you can test a lot of different things to impact that. So you can test things like the form placement, whether it's at the bottom of the page or the top of the page or on the side of the page or wherever in a pop-up, you can test all of those things. You can also test the headline. What's the promise? How can you make that headline? more clear or more appealing to people. You can test the colors. You can test, uh, for example, branded colors versus standout colors. So an example of this might be, if you go to my website, you'll see it's mostly pink and purple colors. So I might test a pink and purple or a pink or a purple opt-in form versus an orange opt-in form, for example. The orange one is not brand colors. It's not on brand, but it might stand out enough that it's going to get more eyes on it just because it is because it looks out of place. So that's the kind of thing that you can test with your opt-in forms as well. Also, you can test the inputs required. If you have opt-in forms that require, for example, a first and last name plus an email address, test that against just requiring a first name in an email address or even just requiring an email address. See which one gets you more conversions. Those are all the kinds of things that you can be testing to increase your conversions and consequently increase your profits as well. Okay, so we've talked about what split testing is why it matters, and some of the areas where it can have a really big impact on your bottom line. Now let's talk about how to actually design a split test, get it set up, and what to do with the information that you get when you run your test. But first, I want to take just a minute and invite you to join me inside my monthly program called Six Figure Systems. And I have a special offer just for podcast listeners as well. Six-Figure Systems is where I teach you exactly what it takes to start, grow, and maintain a six-figure online business. We have more than 50 courses and toolkits that cover everything from creating your first lead magnet so you can start growing your mailing list, to creating digital products and courses, to hiring your first team member so you can scale. And because you're a podcast listener, I want to invite you to try us out today for just $7 All you have to do is go to tinycourseempire.com forward slash join to get started, and I will see you on the inside. All right, so let's talk some more about split testing and how to actually make this work for you in your business. Now, we already talked about some of the things that you might want to test, but how do you decide where to begin? Like anything, this can get really overwhelming if you try to do too much at one time, so let's not do that. Let's keep it simple. I want you to start with your goal. What do you want to improve with your testing? Where do you see the biggest opportunity for your business? So maybe you look at your email stats and you think, I wish my list were more engaged. Or maybe you look at your last product launch and think, all of my affiliates promoted this and hundreds of people saw the sales page, but why did I only make just a handful of sales? Or maybe you're just getting started and you're working hard to drive traffic to your first lead magnet to grow your list, but it's really slow glowing. Maybe you've got just a trickle of signups so far. All of these things are the perfect opportunity to set up a split test to see if you can improve the results you're already getting. So that's the first piece. You want to start with your goal. Decide what it is that you want to improve. Then you're gonna look at all of the elements that make up the system and choose which one to test first. Because there are a lot of things that can impact, for example, your conversion rates on a sales page, so you have to ask yourself, what's gonna give you kind of the biggest bang for your buck? If you wanna improve conversion rates on your sales page, You could try changing the fonts, you could try changing the colors of your headlines, and while those things might matter a little bit, they probably won't have the biggest impact. A better place to start will be with the wording of the headline itself. Test it to see if you can make it more appealing, more compelling to your audience, just overall grab their attention more. Graphics are something else that can have a really big impact on a sales or a landing page. You might test happy images versus neutral or negative images. For example, smiling people versus sad or frustrated people. That can have a big impact on your conversions, and different audiences are going to respond differently to the overall tone of a sales page, including the graphics that are included. Years ago, I remember my friend Nicole Dean testing a landing page image, and she was surprised just how much impact it had. It was an opt-in page for a food-related list, and she had a picture of an orange on the page, if I recall correctly, and she tested that against a photo of a lime instead. And believe it or not, there was a significant difference in the conversion rates just by changing one citrus fruit for another citrus fruit. So never underestimate the power of a good graphic on your page. It can make a huge difference. But what about your call to action? The text that surrounds your buy buttons and the words on the buttons themselves, that can have a big impact on how many clicks you get. So that's a good thing to test on a landing or a sales page as well. If you're testing email, say you want to improve your click-through rates or your open rates, then you're probably going to test your subject line or your call to action, or maybe you'll test images in your email versus plain text. Now, again, I'm going to recommend that you keep it simple, especially if you're new to split testing. You can do all kinds of crazy things with multiple landing pages or multivariate testing like we talked about, but this is simple split testing you don't need to go crazy with this to make a huge impact on your bottom line. So split test your email subject line or split test your buy button text or split test having a header image in your email versus no header image, things like that. Super simple tests like this are still going to give you a lot of information to work with to increase your income. So with all of that said, how do you actually run a split test? Well, it depends on what you're testing. For email, Almost every email platform you could be using, ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit, AWeber, MailerLite, whatever it is, they all very likely have split testing capabilities built right in. Check your documentation or open a ticket with your email platform to see how to run a split test using their tools. For example, in ActiveCampaign, when I set up a campaign, I have two options for split testing right there in the first step of the email builder. I can choose to test the subject line and sender information only, or I can choose to test the entire email contents, including the subject line, the sender and the body of the email as well. So when it comes to split testing your email, it's really pretty easy to do. You don't need special tools or software to make it work. You can work within your email platform of choice They almost all, I can't think of anyone that doesn't come with some sort of split testing capability. You just need to learn how to use it and it's really very intuitive to do. Testing landing pages is a little bit different and it's gonna depend on which landing page builder you use. Now, when I talk about landing pages, I'm talking about things like sales pages primarily. So I use Thrive Architect, which does not have split testing built in. Other page builders might include it though. So for example, Leadpages has a built-in tool for testing. So if you're using that platform, you can set up your split tests right from your page builder. With Thrive Architect though, their plugin suite does come with Thrive Optimize, which is their split testing tool. Again, it's not a part of Thrive Architect, but it is a part of their entire suite. So if you have that, you just have to enable Thrive Optimize on your site in order to use it. Now, I do have to tell you that I find Thrive Optimize is not the most intuitive tool to use for split testing, and it does require that all of your pages are on the same domain. Remember that I said at the beginning that split testing requires identifying what a conversion looks like, whether that's opening an email or clicking on a link or seeing a thank you page. So if you're using Thrive Optimize in order for it to register that conversion, meaning someone makes a purchase or they opt in and they see your thank you page, in order for Thrive Optimize to know that that happened, all of your pages have to be on the same domain. In other words, your thank you page can't be inside your shopping cart while your sales page is on your own website. Now, I say this only because this is the exact situation I ran into when I was using Thrive Optimize. My sales pages are at cindybidar.com forward slash courses, but the thank you page The page that people land on that indicates a conversion is actually on a different domain. So we had to create a workaround for that by making a kind of middleman page to capture that conversion event, and then from there, redirect people to the login page to access their course. So it wasn't a complete deal breaker, but it did require a little extra thinking on my part to get that to work out. I'm going to link to Thrive's helpdesk article about how to use Thrive Optimize because if you're using Thrive's page builder, it really is the best way to test your pages. The other option you can use is to choose a third-party split testing tool. There are several out there that are paid, but Google also makes one you can use for free called Google Optimize. All you need is a Google account to use that. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. Now, this one's a little nerdy to set up, but once you get the hang of it, it's not too bad, and it has all of the power of Google Analytics behind it. So if you're tracking your website traffic there, and you probably should be, it might be a good option. For you. Again, I'll put a link in the show notes to where you can find out more information about Google Optimize and how to use it. Now, sometimes you don't want to test an entire landing page. In that case, maybe you only want to test the opt in form itself. So, this might be an upgrade that you put at the end of a blog post, for example, or it might be your main opt in that's in the sidebar of your blog or it's on your home page. I use Thrive Leads for these kinds of opt in forms. And Thrive Leads, unlike Thrive Architect, does have split testing built right in. And it's super easy to use. Really, really easy to use. In fact, All you have to do is create multiple versions of your form and Thrive takes care of the rest. You'll be able to see your results right in your Thrive Leads dashboard. So this is a really easy way to get started with split testing. Just test that form on your website, whatever form it is that you're using. Like I said, whether it's a content upgrade or it's the form in your sidebar, it's the main opt-in on your homepage, you can easily split test different versions of that just using Thrive Leads. I actually did this a couple of years ago. I had two different opt-in forms on my blog. They were both identical, except one had a short testimonial on it, and one said, join 4,000 plus subscribers instead of that testimonial. I thought to test that because I read somewhere that subscriber count could make a big difference in conversion rates and it did. I just went and looked uh, back on that form, and I haven't used that form in a few years now. But at the time, the conversion with the subscriber count beat the version with the testimonial by more than double. So more than twice as many conversions in the subscriber count version of that form. And that is something I never would have known had I not tested it. But again, super easy to do with Thrive Leads. It's all built right in. All you have to do is set up two different versions of the same form, drop your short code wherever your form is going to appear, and Thrive will take care of showing a percentage of your audience one version and the other half of your audience or the other percentage of your audience a different version of that form. All right, so those are some ways that you can test different email content, you can test different landing page elements and different lead forms. That's going to give you lots of data to work with if you start running these tests quite frequently like I recommend you do. But then what are you going to do with all of this information? How is it actually going to help you to make more money? There are two ways that split testing will help you make more money. The first is by taking immediate action change the headline or the call to action or the images on your sales page and do it during your launch or during your promo period. Remember that small increase in conversion rates can add up to big increases in income. We did the math back at the beginning of this episode. So when you are split testing something, especially during a launch or during a promo period, it's important to take immediate action. And you can even put your split testing tools to work here to manage that automatically if you want. So for example, you can set up Thrive Optimize to wait for a certain number of visits to the page and then it will pick which version converted the best and it will show that version to all future visitors automatically. You don't even have to look at it again if you don't want to, just let it do its thing and it will automatically choose the winner and start showing that version to everybody. You can do the same thing with Active campaign split testing engine, and I think in ConvertKit as well. I think ConvertKit will do this too. You just tell the software to send your split test to a certain percentage of your list, say to 30% of your list, and then wait for a number of hours. And you can choose how many hours to wait or how many days. It's up to you. And then at that point, the split test software will choose the winner and it will send that email out to the rest of your list. So you send the split test version to 30% of your audience. And then after two hours or five hours or however long you set it for, ActiveCampaign or ConvertKit, whichever platform you're using, will automatically send the winning email to the other 70% of your audience. So those are some immediate changes that you can make for instant improvements, but there's also longer-term changes that you should be paying attention to. Now, I told you earlier about my test of the word strategy versus system. It turns out that my subscribers have a strong preference for the word strategy. They much prefer that over the word system, and that is something that I can use down the road. I'm going to remember that the next time I'm writing sales page copy, for example, when I might be tempted to use the word system because that's a word that appeals to me, I'm going to remember that my audience responds better to the word strategy instead. But there's a bigger picture, too, if you read between the lines. Strategy has a certain feel to it. It feels like insider information. It feels like a loose plan to follow. System is different, like my friend told me. It's math and it's structure and it's rigid checklists and formulas. And the fact that my email subscribers preferred the word strategy over system means that I should be looking for other ways to lessen the more strict-sounding language that might appeal to me and instead opt for easier, more flexible-sounding alternatives. And finally, keep testing. Even tiny improvements in your conversion rates can make a big difference in your sales. Never stop testing and never stop implementing what you learn from your tests. That's how businesses improve and grow. That's it for me this week. If you found value in this episode, I would love it if you could share it with a business friend. You can just send them the direct link. That's tinycourseempire.com forward slash 58. That helps our audience to grow and it helps me to continue to bring me juicy, actionable ideas you can use like this one. As I said, you'll find the show notes, the transcript and all of the resources mentioned in this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 58. And while you're there, leave me a comment and tell me what you're going to split test this week. I'd love to hear from you. Have a terrific day, everyone. And I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're gonna love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.